Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Sorry for the two-minute delay, but, uh, well, unfortunately, things happen. And they always seem to happen to me. I'm not going to go into all that detail, but suffice to say, we're getting underway. That is, if I can get my fingers to actually cooperate tonight. And have I got a lot for you tonight. Oh, boy, do I have a lot. But in the interim, here we go. I hope. I think. Maybe. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Indivisible, 
with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, America, and everyone else around the world to Firefox News Online. It's time, as you just heard, for Talking Points, and boy, have I got something to say tonight. Sandra Smith of Fox News Channel really showed the network's true colors when she decided to, well, how shall I put this? Oh, yes. She decided to roll her eyes and raise a stink over a Washington, D.C. attorney and her comments. Cleta Mitchell, the D.C. attorney in question, was answering Trace Gallagher's question. And, well, I'll tell you what. You don't have to see her rolling her eyes necessarily to actually see what we're talking about by hearing exactly what was said. Now, mind you, it was a hot mic issue. And insult to injury, hmm, she was seen on camera rolling her eyes and raising an eyebrow. So uh, tell you what, take a listen to this and You'll be the judge. I'm sitting here laughing my ass off because Fox News is finally showing its true colors. After all these years, I trusted them to be honest and fair with their reporting. Boy, was I a fool. Oh, well, I don't trust MSNBC and I don't trust CNN either, but that's, <laughs> that's because they've shown their true colors time and again. They kiss the ring of the Democratic Party all too often. Now, here's where I have to draw the line when it comes to mainstream media, when it comes to the insanity that is being produced by media outlets like CNN, MSNBC, or as a friend of mine would call them, MSLSD, MSDNC is what I call them, you know, but uh, you can call them whatever you like. Now, Fox News is fixed news. Because the fix is in on Fox. They called the election. Now, here's, here's, the, here's 25 seconds. If that's all it is. It's about 25 seconds. Uh, trust me, you're not going to believe your ears. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Trace, we called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah, so and, I think, yeah and I think Clayton makes a very good point there, Steve. You know, that look. Now, of course, you have to ask yourself, you know, why would Sandra Smith um, even go that route? I mean, obviously she didn't know that her camera was still on her. She didn't know that her mic was still on, but to turn around and even say to Trace Gallagher, we called it. Who gives a fuck whether you called it or not, Smith? It is not the media's job to call elections, okay? 
You can project who you think is the winner, but beyond that, you don't make the decision to call the election and say, Joseph R. Biden is the next president of the United States. No, you don't get that job. That job falls on each of the state's electors. Okay, give me a fucking break. Fox News has gone over the deep end. It started back with Newt Gingrich on Outnumbered when he was told in regards to the name that shall not be mentioned, George Soros. You, let's not bring him into this. Remember that? Remember when these two women decided to tell Newt Gingrich who he can talk about, how he can comment by saying, let's not bring him into this? Give me a fucking break, Fox News. You have turned the corner and gone lefty. You are absolutely the fucking end-all, be-all of nothing. Uh, so Sandra Smith, shut your blonde, dark-rooted ass up and please do the world a favor and learn that the media doesn't decide the presidency. We the people decide. The electors in the Electoral College decide. So give me a godforsaken break and shut the fuck up. And you know what? Somebody needs to take her and just walk her out the building, make, make sure they get her uh, Fox News press cards, whatever else she has. She needs to be fired. If Fox News is not going lefty, prove it. Fire this bitch. But no, instead, Saturday, I just found this out today, Fox News Channel didn't air justice with Judge Jeanine Pirro because of something she said. Oh, I'm sorry. So you're going to censor Judge Jeanine? Fuck that. I can't afford to pay you, Judge Jeanine, but I'd be honored to have you on my show every once in a while. I mean, really. A classy gal like you? Hey, trust me when I say, you're welcome at Firefox News Online anytime. And by the way, we don't mind dropping the F-bomb, so if you don't mind us dropping it, that's gravy on the goose, baby. Sandra Smith, that invitation is open to Judge Jeanine Pirro, not a lefty liberal con job of a con artist like you. America, if you're watching Fox News Channel, don't. If you don't have the network that I've been going to lately to get stories from, then you need to tell your cable or satellite company, we want it. And we want it now. Tell them you want one America News Network. Okay? Now, I'm not advertising for this network because I watch the network. I watch their reports. In fact, I've got audio clips that you're just going to love from One America News Network. And speaking of elections, earlier today, I contacted the Board of Elections in my area and inquired about certain things, and I've got three audio clips, three segments of the original clip that clearly point out the obvious. So I will play those, and before I play each one, I will 
tell you what it's all about, as I often do with a clip. You know what? This isn't Fox News. We're not associated with Fox News. Any resemblance to Fox News is in the delusional mind of the person who thinks there is. So there you go. Anyway, that's all I got to say, except hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend this broadcast worldwide on social media right now, especially on Parler. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Hello, America, and we are here live, large, and in charge from our studios in the Hudson Valley. And believe me when I tell you, it gets better from here. And trust me, it does. Now, I'm going to play that 25-second clip from Fox News Audio. Uh, I'm, and I'm also going to be, I was going to do an op-ed today uh, regarding the New York governor, his royal, his royal, his, the royal governor of the state of New York, King Cuomo. And that's going to have to wait until next time. I'll do that another day. But let me just say for the record, this was nuts. All right, this was absolutely nuts. So let me see here. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Trace, we called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I think Clayton makes a very good point there, Steve. You know. Now, I'll play it one more time. I know I know this is not easy for people to to hear, uh, but listen to this one more time. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Trace, we called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah. I think think... Okay. I, I'll, uh, <laughs> I can only listen to that, but so long. I really can't. I can't listen to that again, at least for a while. Now, the person you heard speaking initially is uh, Cleta Jones, excuse me, Cleta uh, Mitchell. She's an attorney in Washington, D.C. As soon as she said about CNN and Fox News calling it, that's when Sandra Smith, okay, literally her, her whole uh, her whole demeanor changed. Now, of course, hold on. Now, I'm going to take a snapshot here of what that is, of course, if I can actually get it to cooperate.
Now, I'm not even going to wait for the... Uh, I'm not even going to wait for the um, for the clip to cease and desist. I give you my word, folks. When you see this. her face this is really going to blow your mind and I don't believe I just hit the wrong there now working here. Sorry about the dead air. Um, Come on, fingers. Work with me. That's better. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, you can't look at it because I didn't switch it over. Now look at that face. She had no clue of being on camera. Okay? The interview segment is going on with Trace Gallagher. The middle three pictures. He's a, he's the he's the he's traces on on top. This is Greta Mitchell. Uh, Cleta Mitchell, not Greta. My apologies. Uh, I have no idea who this gentleman is, but it doesn't really matter because when when Miss Mitchell spoke up, this was the initial rea- This is part of her initial reaction. All right. So now, I'll give you one more. Okay. Matter of fact, I can do that. Let me do it this way. Maybe I won't do it that way. It, uh, 
this this was her reaction that I showed you first, and then here's her basic reaction just seconds before she tells Trace Gallagher, we called it. I can't believe Fox News Channel... I, I Now, they're saying that this was leaked out. Folks, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but... Uh, no, this wasn't leaked out because... I've got to reduce the size of the image here. All right. So you'll see this. There's the news banner right there. All right. You see the news banner right there where it says Joe Biden elected 46th president. And you see they're breaking news on the in in the red strip there. Underneath that is the the news scroll you know, the head, the scrolling of headlines so this went out on the air this went out on the air it had to have fox news <laughs> fix news more like it you boys and girls all but tor- thanks you can thank Sandra Smith for destroying your network. Gunslinger is here. Mike from Louisiana is nearby. I've got I've got Dean and Cherokee Rose hanging out on Periscope.tv. And of course, the best way to get a, get into this conversation is three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. Now, all I can say is, holy shit. Speaking of holy shit, I've got Mike in Louisiana, and I've got Gunslinger here on the phone lines. Gentlemen, what's <laughs> happening? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> okay, yo, yo. Yo. What, Duncan? Like, like, that, like, that, like that fun robot used to once said, Yo. Before you get started there, since your since your initials says gas, okay. Look at the little uh-huh. deal I put in the FF. Look in the little oh, little. No. Oh no! Oh no! You. No. you didn't do what I It's hilarious. You got to read that. Oh, okay, okay. I'm I'm on my way there, um, folks. I swear to God, <laughs> I, I never know what to expect anymore. See, I have this uh, Facebook Messenger group uh, that I set up uh, for the for the people for the core people that come to the show. 
Uh, lately, it's only been from that group, Gunslinger. I haven't seen the rest of the people that, that are in that group still on my show, and I couldn't tell you when. Probably, what, three months, give or take. I may have to start filtering out all the people that don't come here anymore because, you know, if they're not, gonna, if they're not participating in the show, I'm, I'm not going to give you know, let them sit there like that. That's just not fair to, to the you know to everybody. I'll think about that. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I have to ask you which one because there's. Uh, there's quite a bit here. Should be the very last. Should be the very last thing that was posted. Well, the, oh, la- the last thing posted was from Boyd, so that would be the one before Boyd's. Is it just? Is it just? Okay. It? Is it just uh, it? That's it. I think it's got Ronald Reagan's face on it. Let me look. Hang on. What happens when we get a when we get a a, a lot of mean dumps? <laughs> After a while, you can't find the one you're looking for. No, it says uh, it, it says uh, laughter uh, LMAO. I'm looking at uh, it. Yeah, it's below Reagan, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the one below Reagan. That's yeah. Boyd posted that. Yeah, well, I, I reposted it. Well, I I we'll put that in the in the in the FFNO, but Boyd the Boyd posted it. Uh, a, yeah. a friend of mine, and uh, I think he's. I hope he's still a friend in um, Alaska. Oh, <clears throat> uh, this is going to be fun. Here we go, folks. I got to read this before we really get started. Always helps to have a laugh. Oli and Sven are drinking buddies who worked as aircraft mechanics in Minneapolis. And one day the airport was fogged in and they were stuck in the hangar with nothing to do. Ole said, I wish we had something to drink. Sven says, me too, you know. I hear you you can drink that jet fuel and get a buzz. Yeah, want to try it? (laughs) So they pour themselves a couple of glasses of high-octane hooch and got completely smashed. The next morning, Ollie woke up and is surprised at how good he feels. In fact, he feels great. No hangover. No bad side effects. Nothing. The phone rang. It was Sven, who asks, How is you feeling this morning? Ollie says, I feel great. How about you? Sven says, I feel great too. You don't have no hangover? Ollie says, no, that jet fuel is great stuff. No hangover, nothing. We ought to do this more often. Well, Sven agreed, 
Yeah. Well, but there's just one thing, Ollie asked. What's that? Sven questioned, Have you farted yet? Ollie stopped to think, No. <laughs> well, don't. Because I'm in Iowa. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> okay all right fine look i know my name my initial my full initial spell the word gas i i surrendered to that decades ago but holy shit i raised my coffee mug to that one And trust me, do not, and folks, by the way, you know those large cans of pork and beans? Do not eat one of those with about four cut up, four to six cut hot dogs mixed in. That's what I had yesterday, and today I'm paying the price. Unfortunately, (laughs) so did a couple of people that came over, came here to visit, they paid the price along with me. Uh, they didn't stay long because, well, let's just say uh, they didn't stay long. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, you know, hey, listen. I, I, I will admit there are some things that I know I should never eat. But when you're on a tight budget, and I mean tight, so tight that it's like a it's like a banjo string that's wound too tight. Eventually, it's gonna go, bang! it's gonna break. Yeah, trust me, very tight. All right, people. All right. So anyway. Thanks for that, by the way, Gunslinger. I appreciate that. Uh, and Boyd, wherever you are, if you're listening to this in archives, thanks for the laugh. That was really, really cool. I am going, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to copy this and put it into a Word document so that I have it on hand. Of course, I have to. Every time I do this, I always have to increase the size of the damn font so it's so it can be read. All right, there's that, and we'll just title it. Ollie. And then there, yeah. yeah, okay. Now we're done with that. Goodbye. Okay, I'm even going to get. Uh,
Wow. Interesting. That didn't work. Okay. So now that I, now that I'm completely going. Uh, yeah. Okay. The day one of my farts sends me flying, I'm. I swear, I'm gonna. I'll market the damn stuff and tell them if you can find a way to bottle my farts. It's super high-octane deluxe, guaranteed to send your plane into orbit if you're not careful. Don't use it as a car, as any kind of fuel for cars, as you may, in, as as the exhaust may end up killing half the people behind you. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, a hot mic incident with Fox News. Not exactly the greatest way to start one's day. Because that's that clip was from America's headquarters, which is a daytime thing, um, on Fox News Channel. Now. Oh, excuse me. That came out of nowhere. Now, if the if that's the way it's going to be, okay, then somebody needs to snap these suckers back at a good one. But let me start with this item. Uh, this is, of course, uh, everything that I have here tonight is either a YouTube is either going to be going switching over to YouTube or it's from One American News. Actually, I before I get to this, let me point out that the Fox News debacle with Sandra Smith is even being reported by the DailyMail.com, uh, DailyMail.co.uk. This is really not boding well for Fox News. Now, this is what what this is. Boy, I'm gonna start. start I'm gonna start. Uh-huh. No, I am. My tongue is not gonna block my IT, so I can't see what I'm saying. I'm not gonna go for that. Not this moment. Well, according to the Daily Mail over in the UK, leaked footage. Now this is now now I don't see how this is leaked footage because it was a live on air interview. Anyway, this is what the Daily Mail says. It shows off shows off air, which is not it's not possible. How is that an off air? Makes no sense. Well, Fox News host Sandra Smith grimacing, rolling her eyes and asking, what is happening? As lawyer guest questions legitimacy of the election. Now, Fox's Sandra Smith was caught on a hot mic, reacting incredulously to a guest casting doubt over the legitimacy of Joe Biden's election win. In a clip circulating online, 
the host of America's Newsroom, was heard asking what's happening as D.C.-based lawyer Cleta Mitchell spoke of election fraud. While Mitchell was speaking, Smith, who was not on air at the time, could be seen rolling her eyes, furrowing her eyebrow, furrowing her brow, sorry, and shaking her head. And what, Smith said, looking up in disbelief and appearing to be unaware that she's being picked up on a hot mic. While Mitchell continues speaking, Smith then interjects in an angrier tone. What's happening? Like, Trace, we've called it. The video was first circulated on Twitter by political consultant and former Daily Beast director of video, Timothy Burke, though it's unclear how it leaked. Okay, let me put something to you. If this was not an on-air video, it was something that they were recording for later use, it doesn't really matter how it got leaked. The fact that it got out is what counts. So, guys, let me ask you something. We know that the, the mainstream media is absolutely out to fucking lunch. But for a news network that once used the phrase fair and balanced, I guess they've become unfair and unbalanced. So what do you think of this insanity? Well, you you said you said the the, the key word once. They was once that. Obviously they're not that any that way anymore. Okay. Uh like I said they they seem that uh, the media is <clears throat> trying to, you know, say, well, you know, Sleepy Joe's a president now. Uh, I don't recall the media uh, having that authority to do that. Not that I remember, anyway. <clears throat> so, but like I said, all this shit, blame it on your progressive fucking liberals out there. You know, this is this is how that they have progressed everything. Well, we're liberals. We'll just say what the fuck we want to. Oh, Joe Biden, he's president. You know, fuck, uh, fuck the all the other voter fraud and all that shit. They're not reporting on that. Okay, uh, well, they might mention it here and there, but they they're not doing a complete deal like all the other stories that they got. Okay, <clears throat> pushing that back to the back burner. I wonder why. Okay, could it be that uh, Joe Biden didn't win? Okay, and now it's coming out pointing that direction. I think uh, I was we was looking at it last night and damn like three or four states have already flipped to red that was blue and these are in key states so this is going to be an interesting battle there's no doubt about that you know it just it just started as the old saying goes <laughs> go ahead
Not hearing anything. Anybody else heard anything? Hello. Uh, I'm not hearing I, anything either. I boo-booed again, folks. My fault. Now, if if you go to 270towin.com, right, that's the site that four years ago, showed um, an interesting outcome. Now, here's something interesting. Trump won the state of Texas, and that was solid red. According to 272win.com, it's now pink. Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia are neither red or and this was and this the map hasn't been updated since the since election day at eight twenty eight twenty nine in the morning. So I can't even use this. Because it's it's showing it's showing two seventy nine for Biden and one sixty three for Trump. Which is which again, here we go again, folks. It doesn't make sense. So let me see here. Of course, after election day is over, so the uh, the um, live stream that was showing it is no longer available. Well, let's see here. Fox News is still it still has the uh, presidential election results page up, and it's showing 290 for Biden, 214 for Trump. And Alaska was never called. And it's like, Georgia and North Carolina, by their by by Fox News's uh, claim, has not been called. Okay, um, Gunslinger, what state? What state? What what states flipped? Well, I'd have to see a map, but I heard that was I was reading something last night that there was like four states flipped. Uh, you'd have to go. You'd have to go look at the map. I didn't save the map or anything. Yeah, well, I'm looking at I'm looking at maps, and and, and they're not helping. Mm-hmm. 
Because Fox News called it, they, they don't bother with their map anymore. That's the way they look at it. We called it. No need to no need to go any further. Yeah, nothing to see. Nothing to see here. Right, Mike, what about you? Oh boy! First off, uh, Sandra, whatever her name is, it's not Fox News know. Network. It's it's fucked news network, you know, because they are they are fucked, you know. Not only one America News is catching them, but uh, but so is uh, Newsmax TV. So they're mm-hmm. fucked. I noticed uh, that. Yep, but yeah, this, this why why bother? We call it. We're we we just want to be lazy about it, you know. You know we don't care. Whether or not you know this, you know, we're we're now liberal. We're now, uh, you know, uh, you know, our our bosses are now liberal. So we're we can be as liberal as we want to be and uh, hate Trump as much as we really want to hate Trump. I mean, look, we know we know the and that we know that generally speaking, how the how it was separated at Fox was was. The news guys are all were mostly liberal, you know, and the opinion guys like Hannity and Lou Dobbs and all these people. Well, Lou Dobbs is no longer there, but that's uh, that's something we can talk about. But we're all we're all lean to the right, you know, lean to the conservative side, you know, and they can't because they can't have that, you know, because a lot of those guys, including Hannity and Tucker Carlson, and before him, uh, 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 O'Reilly and guys like that, they all they all were for Trump. You know, they all defended him and you know and stuff. And yeah, they'll they'll allow uh, the Hannity to say some stuff and. And, and and get away with saying some stuff because he's just too big and they're paying they're paying him too much money and if if they try to muzzle him, he's done he's gone you know and you know and and he'll he'll leave at the drop of a hat you know now they can they maybe could get away with firing Tucker Carlson and they've already gotten away with I think with from what I've heard firing Janine Pirro you know. No, they didn't fire her. They just they just pulled the plug on her show for Saturday. Uh, oh, well, they there's no doubt in my mind that they would love to fire her, especially I'm sure this they would. new. Yep, especially this new structure that is there, you know. And to tell you the truth. I wouldn't be at all surprised that within the next mm, six, eight months, whatever, and I'm, I'm maybe generous with that assessment that she does get fired, you know. So, and to tell you the truth, I mean, look, this is this is them cowtowing. They've become part of the legacy media. 
at one point, you could say they were the outsiders looking in with Fox, you know. Yeah, yeah, the news guys might have been liberal and all that stuff, but they they stay they kept their political leanings for the most part out of how they reported the news, and and they were were, were basically fair and balanced. They did would report what actual reporters usually do and. They don't take a side. They just report the story. Reported the story, but that's changed, you know. And it's been a market change and probably a change for the worse, you know. Back to you, George. Yeah, it's definitely a change for the worse, Mike. I know. It's what what I'm trying to wrap my head around, fellas. Is the fact is not not even not even after what I just what I what I what I saw with my own two eyes, okay. Um, matter of fact, let me see if I can do this. Uh, because. I'm going to try and synchronize the, the the audio. That is, if I can get the. Okay. Try this. Try and get it to show on the camera on the on camera too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to work. Okay. It's a good thing I have the actual article from the Blaze where this where I got it from in the first place. So let's see if I can do this. Your fingers crossed. Of course, now I gotta try and fight with it. All right. Now this is the clip. In, this is the the clip in question. Uh, just be- but before I do that, however, a reminder to everyone: the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Now that I've said that, and having said that, 
I got to cover my butt. Now comes the fun part. Uh, let me see here. I'm just uh, no, me too far. No, right there. There we go. I've got a scroll wheel on the computer that really likes to fly. All right. Uh, that's not it. That's hey. Bear with me, guys. This is tricky stuff. Trying to line this up just right. And now. However, whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president, doesn't make them president. So I think everybody wants to know that this was done properly Uh, and legally. What is happening? Tracy called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah, and I think think Clea makes a very good point there, Steve. You know, look. Over whoever is decided to be the president, remember, just because CNN says, or even Fox News says that somebody's president doesn't make them president. So I think everybody what? wants to know that this was done properly mm. and legally. What is happening? Like Trace, we called it. And I think we have to look into every one of these concerns. Yeah, so and I think, yeah, and I think Clea makes a very good point there, Steve. You know, that look. Over whoever is decided to be the president. Shit. Okay. For those of you watching, sorry, my I had my mic off. I didn't realize until just now. Okay. Here's the deal. You heard. You see. Those of you watching, you saw it. Now, for if you're watching on the video platforms, look very carefully. Look right here where my mouse arrow is sitting. That's the logo for a live broadcast. That's the live logo for the broadcast. And this took place... Excuse me? That was my cell phone, the assistant kicking in. Google Assistant just kicked in, and I didn't even do anything with it. My phone's haunted. It keyed in on a phrase or a word that I said and just went on its own. Anyway, so this, if I'm looking at this right, 
all right? Right down here where you see the Fox News logo, the time changed at two, roughly two in the afternoon Eastern time. So this was, this was a, live, a live broadcast. This wasn't leaked video. This went out over the air. Fox News Channel should be embarrassed by this. And if they actually recorded this and put the live logo up there, they're deceiving, then they are lying to us all. Okay? They are lying to us all. And I'm sorry. I'm getting sick and fucking tired of, of the media lying to, my, lying to me and everybody else. I'm getting sick and fucking tired of it. Now, let's uh, move this along, shall we? Because now I've got something here that I think you'll want to hear. Three parts. And you remember I told you about the voting machines and everything? I want you to listen to these to the following three clips. This was a phone conversation I had today with a, with an employee at the Board of Elections. Now, as long as one person knows that it, the the call is recorded, it's legal. And I played it off, you know, just as a normal conversation, which basically it was, except for one thing. After I got done and I listened to the soundbite, the entire, the entire conversation, I realized three parts of this conversation will prove beyond a reasonable doubt that what I've said about voting machines not connected to the Internet is, is still being bandied about. So it may not be – they may not all – Every state doesn't use the same machine, okay? Not every state uses the same machine. Some states use the same machine. Some states don't. According to the Board of, the Board of Elections here in my area, theirs, cannot, theirs are not connected to the Internet. It's a flash drive or a thumb drive. But anyway... Now I gotta fix my view here so I can see it better. Of course, everything's gotta ah. All right. First one is in regards to the voting machines. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. No offense to to the newfangled machines. But I'd rather vote, I'd rather have those voting machines back <laughs> those old lever machines you, you couldn't you couldn't uh, you couldn't cheat with those those with those bad boys and I got a workout with the lever too he closed in curtains Something's wrong here. 
That woman's audio is not up. Now, those machines aren't connected to Internet access, are they? That's what I thought. Because somebody told Something went wrong. This lady's audio was completely missing for some reason. I pulled these clips and heard both sides of the conversation myself. And now all of a sudden, they're not there. It's like it's like the clip magically got deleted. Hold on. This is this just this is now pissing me off. Either got either got deleted, George, or somebody went back and edited it out. You know, edited. How is somebody going to get in my apartment with a double with the door double locked? Get into a secure into into a password protected system. No, I'm talking about from the, from the other end, George. If, uh, okay, that, Mike, Mike, stop right there. This conversation was. You know what? I'm going to open this up. But no offense to. I'll open this up using the same the same software that I used. when I uh, initially did all this. Because, Mike, I'm telling you right now, there's, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the, the file and, and, the, and, and the conversation is there. Why it didn't play okay. on, the, on, the, on, the, uh, on, on why it didn't play before? I don't know, but here, here we go. This should should solve that problem. I'll tell you what. No offense to to the newfangled machines, but I'd rather vote, I'd rather have those voting machines back. <laughs> those old lever machines you, you couldn't you couldn't uh, you couldn't cheat with those 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 bad boys. And I got a workout with the lever too. Close them curtains. <laughs> Now wait just a goddamn minute. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, George, but all I hear is your voice. I don't hear anybody else. Doesn't make sense. Her voice is there. I'm looking. I'm dead serious, and this should be playing. I don't know why it's not wor- why her her audio is not coming up. Okay, now I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. All right. For those of you watching on the video platforms, uh, hold on a second. 
I got to switch back here so I can put this in the so I can put this link in the chat room. Gunslinger, take a look at that screen capture. That is the screen capture of the soundbite that I was trying to play where you only heard my voice. You'll notice, and I'm going to put it back up on the screen for the people on the video platforms to, to view. You will notice the top, the top one, the, the top wave line is my voice. The bottom wave line is the person I spoke to. So I'm not sure what happened, but I'm going to have to see what I can do to fix this now. Because this is ridiculous. You see that if you look at the bottom part of, uh, there are two sound waves. The, the sound wave on the bottom is that of the, of the Board of Elections employee. So her voice is definitely there. Bothers me is you can't hear it. All right, this is day number five, day number five of gunshots being reported in, 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 near, my, near my location. Not right down the road or something, but, you know, within a couple of blocks. I just got a, notific- I just got a, a post on the neighborhood app. Apparently, people are hearing gunshots near, nearby, and this just came out about seven minutes ago. Uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, I will not be playing the sound bites I had originally planned on. If you can't hear the person on the other end, it's pointless to even try. So that just screwed up my whole fucking schedule. Damn, I hate when that happens. All right. So I guess I'll have to go with plan B. Everything else that's on my uh on my li- on on my list. Which uh will be hard to do. Trust me. So now I open up the switchboard on the clip computer and the chat room on the clip computer. You ever have one of those days where where shit just don't want to work? <sighs> Welcome to my world, if you do. All right. Rudy Giuliani breaks down the evidence that um, could secure election, the election for Donald Trump. He, was, he spoke on uh, One American News Network. So here we go. I hope. 
Rudy Giuliani is ramping up the legal battle against suspected voter fraud committed by the Democrat Party. Today, President Trump's attorney said the Trump campaign will likely file four or five more lawsuits by the end of the week. These would call into question allegations of fraudulent ballots, removals of poll watchers, and ballot dumping, all of which may have given an unfair advantage to Joe Biden. Biden has declared himself president-elect, although the vote tabulation process is still underway. Giuliani says President Trump is right not to concede to the election. If it were a fair process, even by Fox, that would have been called for, for him, particularly since they call Virginia very early on with a very small sample of the vote. With Trump actually ahead in Virginia, they called it for, they called it for Biden. Only Fox did. Giuliani expects these formal complaints to start being filed as soon as Monday. Meantime, Giuliani tells One America's White House correspondent, Jen Pellegrino, he has the evidence to prove that this election isn't over yet. Joining me now is America's Mayor Rudy Giuliani, host of the Common Sense Podcast, an attorney for the president that is working tirelessly to ensure that we have an honest election. Mr. Mayor, thank you for taking time this morning. Thank you, Jen. Thank you very much. So I want to talk to you about the press conference you held yesterday. Uh, You said that the mainstream media, they're not the ones that decide this election. The courts do in this situation. Can you tell us what you have uncovered uh, leading up until now that will be decided in the courts? Every state requires that a Republican and a Democrat observe the counting. In Philadelphia, at least 130,000, we went to court. We got an order to allow us closer six feet closer, and when that order was brought to the sheriff, the sheriff moved us six feet closer, and he moved the people 10 feet further away. And when we objected to that, he threatened to arrest us. So, end results, we never got to see any of 135,000 ballots. Biden won the state by less than 40,000. I mean, those ballots, those those 135,000 ballots must be disqualified by the court because they were entered into the rolls in direct violation of state law. Ferg, we had a similar situation. Might amount to as much as 300,000 ballots. But whatever it is, those ballots will also have to be disqualified. Already way beyond the number that would flip the state from Biden who stole the votes to Trump who earned the votes. Now, that doesn't count. The situations where uh, votes were backdated. We have evidence that votes were backdated. So it said November 4th, they wrote down November 3rd. It said November 5th, they wrote down November 2nd. And put it in a pile, took the envelope away, and then entered it into the vote. We also have now a growing number of dead people that voted in Philadelphia. Do you remember the heavyweight champion, Joe Frazier? He died eight years ago. He voted two years ago. Uh, The actor Will Smith has a grandfather who died about four years ago. He's voted in the last two elections. And that number now is growing. I think it's up to 700 dead people who voted in Philadelphia. So I just want to confirm, sir, you do have evidence. The mainstream media says there's no evidence of this whatsoever. I know. The mainstream media says there's no evidence. There I was at a press conference with 10 witnesses behind me. And I pointed out that the mainstream media never went to law school. They don't understand that witnesses equal evidence. 
So the mainstream media is, as usual, lying or incredibly... You know, what's your level of confidence that the evidence that you have, plus evidence in other states that's going to come forward, what's your confidence that this will change the course of the election and keep President Trump in the White House for another four years? I'm pretty confident. I mean, the one I can be the most confident of right now, Pennsylvania, I see all the evidence. We're very close to that in Michigan and, 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 and uh, in Georgia. I haven't taken a look at the other states yet. I'm about to do that this afternoon. We're either going to win Arizona, or there are already enough challenges that I think we'll be able to overturn it. Arizona's going to be within 10,000 votes one way or the other. So you put all those states together, I think we change this election to get the actual awful result, which is that I actually think President Trump won this, won this election pretty handily, and the amount of cheating that was involved is to start. Want to see more video? All right. <clears throat> now, you heard what the uh, former mayor of the city of New York had to say. Gentlemen, your thoughts. Crooked, crooked, crooked. Okay. Plain and simple. There are missing ballots out there that they, like I said, Trump won this election. There's no doubt about that. When you, when this fucked up sheriff and this motherfucker ought to be arrested in charge with federal crimes, interfering with a with an election. I think that's fucking federal felony, I think. Okay? I mean, oh, yeah, you go in uh, six feet, but you move the, the poll, the, the guy doing the, 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 the ballot, move him 10 feet more. So what is that, uh, 16 feet away? Can you see riding on a ballot 16 feet away? Unless you use fucking field glasses, and I don't think they had any. You know, binoculars. Uh, that right there should automatically declare Trump a winner because there—that's that's fraud. That is that—that's criminal. That is criminality right there, committed by a sheriff, of all things. Man, that yeah. Ooh, a sheriff who told the Republicans. He told the Republicans flat out that he was not going to enforce the uh, court order, and told them not to call again. Don't call us, we'll call you. Huh? <laughs> yeah. right. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry to, to say it like this, but a sheriff who abandons his oath is no sheriff. Oh, hell no. No, no, I mean, that isn't Yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, you're right. He is no sheriff, and he should be arrested. And you put you put that what Rudy said together with what Blagojevich has said, you know, and you basically you can't you can't help but say, well, there's a bunch of shit going on, you know. I mean. Basically, Bogdanovich uh, basically admitted to it, as far as what's going on in for years and years, decades in uh, in Chicago. Now, if 
That stuff that's going on in that democratically run city has been going on for that long. What kind of stuff has been going on in, like, Philadelphia and New York and L.A. and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, uh, in terms of these Democrat-run cities, in terms of the how they ran this, how they ran this thing, what they did with the, you know, these guys in, in Philadelphia and, and in other places, you know. And that's the thing. This, like you said, like Gunn said, this guy, that sheriff should be put in jail. He should be arrested right now and put his ass in jail and convict him and send him, you know, and send him up the river, you know, because he broke the law. He broke a federal law. He broke a, he broke a, you know, he violated he federal broke the state injunction. Law. Right, state law, yeah. But also, there's the whole thing with the, the ballots, you know. You know, they, they're breaking the law with that as well. But, yeah, this, this judge needs to be put in jail. And, uh, not the judge, the sheriff, the I'm, ju- sorry. Oh, not the judge. I'm sorry. The, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 but you're leaving out one but, thing. But he not, is. He judge is on our. He is, the judge is on our side. Yeah, the 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 sheriff is guilty of a federal crime because that is interference with a federal election. Now he's guilty of a state crime of um, uh, what do you call it when you don't when you defy a court order contempt of court. He is also he's guilty of contempt of court. So there's two charges: a federal and a state charge. So when you interfere with that election, that is a federal charge. It's like, hell, it's like fucking with the mail. You go out there and beat up a mailbox, you get caught. They'll, that's a federal offense, fucking with the mail. Well, it's the same thing, fucking with an election. That's a federal offense. So, yeah, go ahead. has to be. Right. And he should, they should send the FBI or the whatever or the federal marshals to get him and, you know, well, I mean, I, I'd say the federal marshals, but, you know, the FBI, if, the, if we could tr- if we could actually trust the FBI, you know, with all the crooked stuff that the FBI had. Right. But, uh, but that, that sheriff needs to have something done to him. If it's and if it's not gonna be done by I don't know what the hell the the uh, county is that Philadelphia is in, if it's not gonna be done by the county or the city of Philadelphia, then fine. Breaking electric elect, uh, federal election laws gives Trump the right to have that have the FBI or the federal marshals come in and arrest the guy. You know. Well, that would that would be done through the DOJ, not not directly from Trump. Right. But uh, I mean, you know, it's like it's right. like Giuliani said. It's like Giuliani said. They've got enough signed affidavits from witnesses, which is just as good as evidence. And 
trust me, it's 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 going to be a, a major setback if the courts find in favor of the Republican Party. It's going to be a major setback for the Democrats, big time. Oh yeah, definitely, big time. Now, got another little tidbit for everybody. As I can get my. There we go. Now, got to find the right one here. I've got another Project Veritas clip to play for you. This is an interview with Project Veritas that One American News did. Take a listen. Meanwhile, Project Veritas says multiple postal workers have come forward saying that they were instructed to separate late ballots in the presidential election so ballots could be backdated with a November 3rd postmark. One America's John Hines spoke to Neil W. McCabe with Project Veritas. Project Veritas was, of course, involved in allegations of election fraud, uncovering these prior to the election. But now there have been several instances of, shall we say, ballot irregularities which have been uncovered by Project Veritas since the election. What seems to be going on? Well, John, every two years, uh, Project Veritas and the Project Veritas Action Fund makes a special focus on voter and election fraud. And the assumption is always that after the election, sort of that, that phase is over. Well, this year it is not over. Project Veritas is receiving thousands of tips uh, by our email, which is veritastips at protonmail.com. We're getting these thousands of reports of election and voter irregularities. Probably the most scary irregularities involved the post office and postal employees who have come forward to us, John, to tell us that they have been instructed to separate out late ballots so that they can be backdated with the November 3rd postmark, obviously after November 3rd. Now, this, this is not uh, just one isolated incident. There are a number of post office workers you've heard from. Is that correct? We interviewed a mail carrier in Travis City, Michigan, who told us that at the morning huddle with the other mail carriers, their supervisor was t told them to collect late ballots and to put them in a special bin at the post office where they would then be collected and then postmarked for November 3rd. We spoke, he spoke to us uh, on tape. We blurred his face and disguised his voice, but a second Michigan postman told us the same story. He just didn't want to be recorded. Tell us about Richard Hopkins in Erie, Pennsylvania. So Richard Hopkins reached out to us to say that as he was gathering up the mail for his route, he was the last carrier at the facility, uh, and he was behind the bin, and he heard and saw the postmaster grab a supervisor and told the supervisor, hey, you messed up. You postmarked you one of those ballots that came in for November 4th when you're supposed to postmark all of the ballots that come in for November 3rd. You witnessed your supervisor backdating a ballot to November 3rd? 
I did not witness them backdating it. I witnessed them talking about that. What did you hear them say? They were talking about how the day before, which was before, they had postdated all but one of the they had, uh, all but one of the uh, ballots that were picked up as the third, but they had one that they made a mistake and postmarked it before. You heard Robert Weisenbacher say this to Daryl, or Daryl say it? How did it? How did you hear it? Uh, Robert was saying it to Daryl. Robert was saying it to Daryl. Yes. To 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 they made a mistake on the ballot and they should have backdated the November fourth ballot to November third, correct? Yes. He is now he has now brought the attention of uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and for what purpose uh, is Senator Graham interested in Richard Hopkins, a whistleblower and post office worker in Erie, Pennsylvania? Well, John, there's a number of things at play. Uh, Pennsylvania is a very important state. And if there are any irregularities in voting in Pennsylvania, that's going to have national and international consequences. Now, Lindsey Graham, the chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, he has a sworn affidavit from Hopkins. You found not just one, but I would guess three or four incidences where postal workers were gathering ballots and were either told or saw where ballots were being uh, postmarked uh, on November 3rd rather than, than later on. Is that uh, the net net of, right. of your discovery? Right. That's uh, two postmen in Michigan confirmed that to us. And then, of course, Richard Hopkins. Neil W. McCabe, the communications director for Project Veritas. Thank you for talking to us on One American News. Good to catch up with you, sir. Good to be with you, John. Holy shit. Uh, to, to, to think that, that the postmasters and postal supervisors are, are, are backdating these ballots that came in after November 3rd like that to think that they would be committing election fraud and even tampering with the U.S. mail in this fashion. You know, I, I, can't, I, I can't even wrap my head around just how very disastrous that is for our, for our constitutional republic. You know, our republic you know, is, is being damaged by people who, and I'm saying this as, as just, you know, an assumption on my part, but if, they're, if this is happening, who's paying them to do it? Is it the DNC, the Biden campaign? The name that shall not be mentioned, George Soros. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you know, because why would they risk felony charges of tampering with the U.S. mail and election fraud? Why would they do that? 
you know? So, guys, you know, you heard what was said here. What are your thoughts? Well, the only thing that anybody would, would be motivated by that by that action is to the risk, you know, federal charges losing their job, okay, but federal charges are worse than losing your job because you could go bye-bye for, you know, 20, 30, 40 some odd years, okay, with no job when you got out anyway, <laughs> okay. The only motivation that motivates people to do anything, basically, okay, there's a lot of exceptions, yeah, is, you want, you want to guess, it's green, okay, and the first the letter of it is M, okay. Money, 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 honey, okay. People will sell out their fucking souls for money, okay. There's no doubt about it, okay. I mean, look at what happened to me with my family, okay. They fucked me to death out of my inheritance all for what? Money. Money, honey. They said money is the root of all evil. Well, it may be in the wrong hands, okay, yeah. You got to have buddies, sure. You got to have yep. money to survive. You know, I mean, you're not going to survive very long without it, okay. But when you when you love money so much that you're willing to do this kind of shit, because what else other choice? I mean, I mean, you're not going to get promoted within the postal system for doing what you're doing. You're not going to get, you know, your five minutes of fame unless you're caught, which I think these people are getting caught be more than five minutes so tell me psychologically what would motivate somebody to do this a a subcategory would be for the hatred of Trump is the hatred for Trump so intense that they are willing to like I said risk you know multiple years in prison federal prison and losing their fucking jobs never to be able to work in the postal service forever Answer me that. Good. Well, yeah, and 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 of course, you know, working in the in, in the post office, that's a civil service job. Okay. If you're going to risk a civil service job like that, and risk not being able to work in any civil service job, period, then, you know, you better have been. Paid a lot of do re me for you know for doing this, but all the money in the world isn't going to save you from having to go to court, having to go before a judge after you're arrested and charged with felony charges. Okay. We're talking it's you know it's a felony to interfere to commit election fraud. It's a felony to interfere with the United States post with, with, with the with, with the with the mail. Okay. So yeah, it, it, it's it's mind boggling, it really is. Mike. Well, yeah, George, it really is mind boggling and. I mean, look, you know, it's 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 like Ted DiBiase used to say, every man has his price. You know, obviously this guy has a price, and obviously he thought by doing this, 
it would help Joe Biden. And once once Joe Biden gets in the office, well, we're gonna look the other way. We're gonna either you're gonna either stay where you are, or there's a there may be a higher spot in the federal government system for you. All right, you know. So that's probably yeah. It's, it's a money deal. He, he's right, but it's also a status deal and a position deal. You know, in terms of why he why this this guy did it and why the other guy, the the second guy that he was talking to, agreed with him. You know, it's not just that this this postmaster was maybe gonna get a better position, more money, whatever. It was maybe. That this other guy, this uh, his second in command, maybe or whatever it was at the time, you know, right now, whatever, you know, he could have thought, well, I'm gonna get, I might be promoted to, in helping this guy out, he's gonna get promoted, and I might get promoted to his job, you know. Again, it goes back to status, goes back to money, you know, and so. These guys, and both of these two guys, the the, the postmaster and the, his second in command, you know, committed federal charges, federal election fraud uh, uh, law, broke federal election laws, you know. So they're they're you know, I guarantee you this, if uh, if what I think is going to happen happens and everything turns around and Trump does become the co- uh does become the president again well revenge is a dish best served cold and Trump can be a cold-hearted bastard sometimes yeah he, he well being a businessman you know in the business world you know you you're you're more likely to be ruthless. Not, not everyone in the business world is, but if you're in a competitive market, I mean, let's let's not forget. Long before he became, he even announced he was running for the presidency. He was a very successful, and still a very successful real estate uh, mogul. So President mm-hmm. Trump has, um, you know, he he has a certain ruthless aggression. In order to get, in order to to make sure that, you know, his company gets everything that they need done done, he doesn't break the law to do it. He go he follows the letter of the law very carefully. Okay. So when it comes to something like this, to the elections, and you see all of a sudden, you know, Trump is leading in states, you know, especially in key states. Where you know he's he, he's in the lead, and then all of a sudden that lead, in a matter of just a couple of days, goes down the toilet. There's something wrong with that picture. When you've got uh, Republican poll watchers being denied access, that first of all that that that's a, a violation of, of of state election laws. That's not that's just not done. You, you don't do that. You don't do that unless you have something to hide. Why would they put up cardboard over the windows so you can't see in there? 
common sense, you've got something to hide. Add insult to injury, okay? To add insult to injury, now you've got all these postal workers who are signing affidavits, obviously, because they know that what happened when the postmaster turned to the supervisor and said, what are you doing? You're supposed to, you're supposed to backdate these to November 3rd. That's, that's federal election fraud violate. That's a federal elections fraud. That's a state elections fraud. You don't do that. And as far as uh, possibly being offered a higher position, being offered a higher position does not, get, does not protect them from jail time. If it, is, if it is found that they did do these things, if, it is tr- if there is truth to it, and I suspect there is, there's, there's going to be hell to pay. And these postmasters and these supervisors are, and anyone connected to this election fraud is going to end up seeing the inside of a jail cell long before they get any kind of monetary or even high-ranking positions if they ever make it that far. So, I don't know. But, according to data, President Trump is on the, is on the, is on the, the, uh, is on the, on the way to, to a winning North Carolina. Senator Tillis won his reelection. All right? So get this. New projections have found President Trump is on track to win North Carolina. According to data analysis by Decision Desk, the incumbent president will secure 15 electoral votes in North Carolina, while GOP Senator Tom Tillis wins re-election as well. The president leads Joe Biden in that state by a margin of 50.1% to 48.7%. Additionally, insider projection supports the claims of President Trump winning in North Carolina. In the meantime, the president is challenging voter fraud in other battleground states, along with a DOJ probe into those irregularities. So, yes, the DOJ, remember, remember I said the other night, the DOJ needs to get involved? Oops. Guess what? They're involved. What do you think, fellas? Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's, these guys didn't want these guys to be involved. And well, here we here we go. Here comes here comes Bill Barr and and uh, and and the DOJ. And that goes back to what I said earlier. I mean, look. If he, if Biden had truly won the election, we wouldn't be hearing this stuff. And and again, it, the ballots and all that stuff. How how is it that Republicans gained in the House 
but Joe Biden won the election. All right? I mean, Hmm. that's, I mean, I think Gunn usually says the numbers don't lie. Well, if the numbers don't lie, and these guys, and you can make an argument that the reason why the some of these House seats, they gained some of these House seats to Republicans is they were riding, they kind of were riding Trump's coattails. You can make that argument, then if they're riding, how is it that they win by riding the coattails of a loser? All right? Answer me that, George. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine, Mike. Your guess is as good as mine. I wish I had a good answer for that, but I don't. Because I'm just as buffaloed as you are. Right. Gunslinger? Well, I mean, I don't know either. I mean, how how is it how is it even possible? Logistically, looking at the numbers, I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to to look at the the, the rallies that Trump has had, and there's literally from ten to fifty thousand people, not ten people, ten to fifty thousand people, and Joe Blow can't even get a fucking room full for God's sakes. His little car van, uh, what what did I say? I think there was three cars that showed up. When you've got uh, the 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 uh, boat rallies that uh, Trump had all over the country, fucking lakes packed with fucking with boats, Trump sign, Trump flag, yelling Trump, you know, and all this, all that. But yet, supposedly, supposedly Trump lost. I don't buy it. I don't buy them numbers. I'm sorry. And then look at the look at the voter fraud that's coming out. It, the numbers are being proven now, okay? Where did all these ballots go? Why are you doing this? I mean, uh, you know, all these all these ballots were for Trump, and all of a sudden they changed to Biden. Can you can you smell a rat? I smell a big old fat fucking rat. It's called a Democrat. Go ahead. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think there's there's a lot more to this than we that, that we're, we're we're hearing right now. And more, as I as I said, <laughs> let me try that again. <laughs> as I've said before in previous uh, broadcasts, more will be revealed. And look what's happening. More is coming out. More is happening. So it it it, it boggles the mind. It does boggle the mind. Okay. But now there's another problem. Democrat activists are urging violence and repressions against Trump voters. Oh, yeah. Listen to this. You're going to... If this doesn't piss you off, nothing will. Democrat Party activists are calling for political retribution against supporters of President Trump and other Republicans. According to reports on Tuesday, many Democrats took to Twitter with calls to fire, shame, and deny future employment to Republicans. In a tweet sent out by uh, 
Wajahat wears a mask because of a pandemic. Ali. Okay. You can't heal or reform the GOP, who are now an extremist party. They have to be broken, burned down, and rebuilt. When Biden is in power, treat them like the active threats to democracy they are. If those who committed crimes aren't punished, then they will be more, embo- they will be more emboldened. Now, in particular, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or AOC, asshole on crack, as I like to call her, claimed Republicans are personally responsible and complicit in unspecified bad activities. She tweeted, Is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability. I foresee dis, dis, de, decent, pro, eh, decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. Now, she posted that on November sixth. In the meantime, activists from the Bernie Sanders campaign said Trump supporters must be quote sent to concentration camps end quote. Commentators said Democrats are planning to destroy the Republican Party. Oh, but under Biden, the country will be brought back together. He's going to heal and unify the nation, stated conservative political commentator Paul Joseph Watson. By putting Republicans on lists, demanding pain from Trump supporters, and threatening to burn down and level the opposition, leaving no survivors. Conservative analysts have claimed America will face an even deeper social divide, conflict, and hostility if Biden were to be allowed as president. And we lost Mike on the line. So, Gunslinger, it looks like Democrats are calling for violence. They're calling for retribution against Trump supporters, and other Republicans. They, the, many Democrats took to Twitter with calls to fire, shame, and deny future employment to Republicans. <laughs> what, what, what fucking country do they think they're in? Russia? China? Iran? Good Lord. Gunslinger, talk to me. What do you think? Well, like I said, you better you better watch what you wish for, okay? These people, the Trump supporters, are not going to put up with no bullshit, just like the Proud Boys, okay, which I, I support. They're not neo-Nazis. They're not none of that bullshit. Yeah, they got blacks and and or members and all kinds of shit. They're not they're not Nazis any of that shit. They're standing up for what they believe in. The Proud Boys, okay, and they support Trump a hundred thousand percent. There's a, there's groups of people like that so all over this country, okay. 
Some of them are called militia. Okay. They support Trump. Okay. There's the entire 98% of the law enforcement supports Trump. And the military. 98% of the military supports Trump. Okay. These dumb fuckers, you know, sure, you could you could run your fucking mouth all day long. You know, it's a free country. If you want to be stupid, you can be stupid in a free country. But if you start to commit these acts of violence against, say, Trump supporters, okay, uh, you better have a bigger, bigger boom boom than than they got, okay, because it's going to come down to that. What do you do with a with a child that doesn't mind? My dad whooped my ass. Didn't he whoop your ass, George? I bet you he did. Uh, my father, okay. no, my father wasn't allowed to whoop my ass. Mom did all the whooping. When it came time well, to get mom, a whooping, mom was the one to to dispense the whoopings. Well, Trust me. Well, mom, yeah, or mom or dad. But either way, you got your ass whooped. Either way, either way, you got your ass whooped. Okay. So this is the point with this. I mean, these people are acting like little fucking children, and they're eventually going to get their ass whooped. I just squashed a fucking Democratic mosquito, little bloodthirsty little bastard. Uh, yeah, see, even mosquitoes <clears throat> need their ass whooped too. In this case, squashed. Okay. Uh, so I don't, you know, I'm telling you, if if Trump, like I said, if they, if they. If, they, if they're able to get that little bastard in there, Biden, okay, in camel toe, I'm seeing that they are going to be violence in the street. It ain't going to be it ain't going to be just ass whooping. It's going to be killing. It's going to be blood in the street. There's no doubt about it. Because we know for a fact, as you can clearly see, unless you're blind, okay, that Trump won the election. Okay, there's no way. And then you know. Uh, Joey boys sitting up there. Oh, I won. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to start dismantling everything that Trump did. You think the people are going to put up with that bullshit? I mean, anybody that runs on a ticket that I'm going to—he admitted it. You heard him. I'm going to raise your taxes. After Trump, after four years, almost four years now, has completely lowered all the taxes and cut government regulations by ten thousand percent. You think people are going? You know, go back to having two or three fucking jobs and. Uh, let's see, which what do we need to eat this month, or we need to pay bills this month, like it was under uh, under uh, Butt Buddy, you know, Obama. Okay, I don't think so. They're going to be they're going to be a rude awakening, and it's it's going to come down to if this goes one way or the other. Just wait and see. Good. Yeah, no, I and 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 Gunslinger, no, you're not going to get any disagreement out of me on this because, you know, the one thing that I'm worried about. The one thing I'm very concerned about is if people take what these Democrats are saying uh, as far as retribution and, uh, of course, um, you know, retaliation in, in the form of violence, there's going to be there's going to be a huge problem. You know, we thought that I thought that the um, all the rioting that went on this past summer um, was bad. If people, if supporters of Biden decide to go out in the street en masse and start committing violent actions against people who supported Trump, 
Well, that's going to create chaos. That's going to create massive, massive, massive uh, issues. And I'm not, gonna, I'm not sitting here. I, what I'm about to say, you know, Gunslinger already said it, but I'm going to say it pretty much this way. If these sycophant Democrats like asshole on crack uh, manage to somehow convince, you know, by their words, and convince people to go out in the street and, and start, you know, going after Trump supporters left and right. I hate to say it, and it, and, and it pains me to, to actually say this because I don't want people thinking that I'm committing, you know, that I'm that I'm, you know, that I'm speaking up. In, the, in respects of violence, that you know that it will happen, I'm hoping it doesn't. But given the, the the way things have been going, I don't think it's unreasonable to to say that the possibility is there. And if it happens, well, Gunslinger said that, you know, about blood in the streets. Yeah. If fighting and and so forth breaks out to the point where people are using all kinds of uh, different methods, and I'll just say it like that, uh, to yeah. attack Trump supporters, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come back. With, people are going to come back at them. People are going to fight back. They're going to stand up for themselves, and they will use whatever means they have at their disposal to do so. And thus, you know, the possibility of, of, of our streets running red, with, with with blood, I don't want to see that. Well, here, I don't here think anybody again. wants to see that. But yeah, well, you know. I mean, you're, you're right. I don't I don't want to see that. Okay, I don't want to hope for. Well, yeah, let's get let's go out there and get these motherfuckers. Okay, no. Okay, but if you are attacked, just like me, you or well, you never know because you don't you don't carry a gun. You have a gun. But you don't carry it like a pistol, like I do. Okay. Right. As long as you don't, as, you, as long as you don't fuck with me, hey, I can get along with anybody. Okay. I can be your best friend, but I can be your worst enemy too. Mm-hmm. You fuck with me in a in a self defense situation, verbally or physically, and you start advancing toward me. Okay, whether I voted for fucking Trump or I voted for goddamn the Roto-Rooter, it doesn't matter. Okay, you may not go home. Okay, probably won't. Okay, and that's just the way it's going to have to be. I mean, these people are so delusional out there that, well, they think, well, we'll just go out there and start whooping asses on Trump supporters. Really? Well, I'd say a big, vast majority of those of these dumbass Trump supporters are smart and they're armed, okay? And if you little pansy little bastards like, like I've seen in Seattle and Washington and all this shit, you know, and them riots and supposedly riots and all this shit, when the cops come out, they run, okay? Think about that. I mean, you're all screaming and doing all this shit and defund the police and you know all this shit, and well, when the when the cops with guns and uniforms on come out, 
why do you run? I mean, if you're so Billy Badass and your and your calls are so Billy Badass, fight them. I'm getting my popcorn and my and my cokes ready. My hot dogs. Get your hot dogs, because you know who's going to win. <laughs> Those guys with fucking <laughs> uniforms on, they're going to win. Okay. So if you if you think you're so badass, then why do you run? You're a coward. You're nothing but a coward. Yeah, you're a big mouth coward. You know, there's a bunch of big mouths out there, okay? There's no doubt about that, okay? You can say, well, yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass, George, and all this, blah, 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 blah. Okay, if you try it, that's when the the deal changes. That's when the cards change, okay? When you try this shit, now you're getting into criminality. Now you're getting into, well, self-defense issues. And sorry, you won't go home to mama. Basement, that is. Go ahead. Well... Look, a cousin of mine, uh, a Vietnam veteran, many, 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 there's uh, quite a few many's there, folks, years ago, when I, was, when I was living in my hometown, he lived right across the street from me. This is the same guy who taught me how to be a backyard mechanic in the days of the carburetor and the distributor points and all that stuff, all right? But I needed to learn how to defend myself. Well, he showed me a few things that he learned in the Corps. I'm sorry. But given a choice between my life being taken by some dumbass or defending myself, yeah, I will defend myself. But if, if push comes to shove and I'm left with no other option... In hand-to-hand combat, they will lose because then I will use those methods. I gave my word that I would never use them unless my life were on the line, unless my life was truly in jeopardy of being taken. And if I see no other choice, no other recourse, I got news for people. You don't want to confront me because with these two hands... Somebody's getting taken out, and it ain't going to be me. And if I do end up dying, I'm, I'm going, I will die with my boots on, so to speak, and I will take the person who tried to, who, tried, who, who, took, who, who attacked me, I'll take them right along with me. I will defend my life. I will defend the life of another human being who's being attacked. I will not sit idly by and let some stupid sycophant who listens to asshole on crack or any other Democrat calling for violence and retribution get away with that kind of stupidity. Now, Cherokee Rose, and I want to get to Cherokee Rose's comments here uh, from Periscope. And uh, again, Cherokee Rose, it's really nice to have you here. It's, it's always a pleasure. Uh, she says, wow, that's disturbing. They're sounding like Nazis. Couldn't have said it better. Could not have said it better. You know, they accuse Trump and Trump supporters of being white supremacists, neo-Nazis, and all this other shit, right? Uh, Who's acting like a Nazi now? When you've got Democrats calling for violence, 
when you've got Democrats calling for retribution again and retaliation against Trump supporters, against people who voted for him. Hey, like I said, bring it on, bitches. Because this motherfucker has got a right cross to the jaw, a left hook to the to the eye sockets, and these fingers can do a lot more damage than you think. I could take... Now, you, you can't see it, Gunslinger, because it's on the video platforms. But you know how you hold up your, your two fingers in, in, the, in the symbol of the peace sign? Right? Well, take that peace sign, shove it into the top of the eye, right at the top of the eyes, at the eyelids. Force in, curl the fingers, and pull. The eyeballs will be dangling on the cheekbones. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not telling people, do that, okay? Please, do not do that. I beg you. You don't know what you're doing. Well, you, you can be in a lot, it, it could be very bad for you. But that's one of the things I learned years and years and years ago, okay? There are two other methods that I could, t- that I could tell you about. But I'm not going to. But that's that's one of the more non that's a non lethal maneuver. They'll be permanently blind, and they won't see what's coming. Especially if you punch them in the stomach, and they drop to their knees, or you kick them in the balls, and they drop to their knees. But that's just one possible method. And quite frankly, I don't even know if it would work. But that's something I learned. And I don't want to find out either. And I don't want anyone out there listening to me right now or watching me to ever try what I just talked about. Please. I only said what I said as a matter of information and awareness. And, of course, because it's something I know how to do. That's something I swore, on my, I swore that I would never use unless my life were on the line. So I'm not advocating violence. I'm not promoting violence. And I never will. You will never hear me say anything that promotes a violent action. I will tell you that there's a possibility of violence breaking out in our streets. There is that possibility, especially if, these, if the people who support the Democrats and listen to people like AOC and the other Democrats, if they follow that, they follow that mandate, and I call it, I'm going to call it a mandate, <clears throat> if they follow that, here's what's going to end up happening. There's going to be a lot of people getting injured. There's going to be a lot worse than that. I pray that that doesn't happen. I'm, I'm talking to now. I'm going to talk directly to every Democrat supporter out there, every single person who voted for Joe Biden, who supports AOC and any other Democrat. If you listen to those calls for retribution, violence, and so forth, you're a fool. You're a damn fool. My advice is simple: do not. I repeat, 
Do not listen to those idiots because the only person that's going to end up getting hurt in the end is you. If you don't end up in jail, somebody's going to knock your block off. So trust me, you don't want to do this. Don't commit actions you can't get away from. Do not do something that you'll regret. I know about doing things that I, that, that I regret. To this day, even though the man forgave me for what happened, I still regret the actions of over 26 years ago. And what I, what I tried to do to a very dear friend with my bare hands. I regret those actions deeply. I was lucky. The police asked him, do you want to press charges? And he told the officers, no, that's not going to help him. You've heard me explain on this broadcast many times about my sobriety. That incident was the catalyst that led me to putting down the booze. But make no mistake, I'm not a pushover. Never have been, never will be. So to every Democrat follower out there, I cannot stress this enough. Don't listen to asshole on crack. Ocasio-Cortez, or any other Democrat who's calling for violence and retribution against Trump supporters and those who voted for him. You do. You're risking your freedom. Quite possibly, your health. I say that because I know what stupid people are willing to do. Don't be stupid. Now, moving right along, Democrats, as you were aware, lose House seats while in-party division is on the rise. Hmm. They're fighting amongst themselves, <laughs> as if they, they, they can't, apparently they can't fight with us, because they know they won't win. <sighs> Get a load of this gun. Democrats in the House of Representatives are struggling to come to grips with significant losses in congressional seats. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi claimed Democrats lost the battle in the House, but won the war. However, there is no longer the two-front party war we once expected it to be. In a House Democrat family phone call, various Democrat representatives aired their grievances after losing what could ultimately end up being 10 to 14 seats. This call saw representatives like Virginia Congresswoman Abigail Spangberger Blame progressives in the House for pushing ideas like defunding the police. She explained, we look at the things they say about us, that they say about the Democrats. 
that they say about the way we talk to people and the way we talk about things. The number one concern and thing that people brought to me in my campaign that I barely rewon was defunding the police. These issues have become increasingly consequential for Democrats as upcoming congressional redistricting Congressional redistricting, bear with me, I'm, my tongue's blocking the eye teeth again, and I can't see what I'm saying. Uh, lost my place here. Ah, could result in monumental losses for a divided Democrat party. Exit polls, exit poll research shows a large number of Biden voters actually voted Republican down ballot. This even resulted in the increasingly rare split-ticket vote in Maine, which reportedly saw President Trump lose by 8%, yet saw Republican Senator Susan Collins win by 9%. This was also a trend nationwide as a recent Hill-Harris X survey showed 58% of Democrats and Republicans favor candidates over political party, along with 85% of independents who feel the same way. What has been becoming apparent from many observing these results is a major political realignment may very well be underway. While it is unclear if the Republican Party could divide between the populist MAGA wing and neoconservative wing, the division is already taking place within the Democratic Party. This is something outspoken progressive Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez made clear to warn against on CNN. The New York Democrats said, there are, at least in the House caucus, very deep divisions within the party, and I believe we really need to come together and not allow Republican narratives to tear us apart. The biggest challenges facing the Democrat Party as of now are that many Democrat voters accept progressives' economic policies while rejecting their stances on social issues like defunding the police or abolishing ICE. Likewise, their establishment wing struggles in the with the fact that while many Democrat voters support their willingness to avoid progressive, mes- progressive messages, like defunding the police, many of those same voters reject Pelosi's willingness to not compromise on a COVID-19 relief bill with President Trump and the White House. As the Democrat Party looks to unify behind a single identity ahead, of the 2022 midterm elections, failure to do so could result in major future failures for America's left wing. Hmm. Sounds like the, like the family squabbles are getting more intense in the Democratic Party gun. What do you think? Well, it definitely sounds that way, no doubt about that. Uh, but when you have a party like that that has that has committed 
all these crimes that they have, okay, look at the false accusations against Trump and, you know, the, the, the email servers, you know, and and um, uh, Comrade Clinton's, you know, in, involvement with Benghazi and, you know, the false impeachment and all this bullshit. I mean, why are these people not brought up on charges? I know there's got there's got to be something against the law right there. I mean, <laughs> what are they above the law? Well, maybe they are. I don't know. But I'm, I'm glad. I hope it shakes the Democratic Party completely so loose that it falls like a house of cards. And it's going to. Because Trump, in his less than four years, has shown what the Democrats are all about. How crooked these motherfuckers are. How deep the, the swamp in Washington, D.C. goes. Okay? And who's at the fucking digging of this swamp, keeping this swamp flooded? The goddamn Democrats. Like AOC, Pig Losey, Chuck the fucking Smuck. Okay? All these people that are actively trying to demise what is right for the country. Who made them God? I didn't. That's for damn sure. I mean, this is supposed to be the, you know, we're supposed to send these elected representatives to Washington to do the will of the people. Well, fuck, I mean, (laughs) that don't sound like they're doing the will of the people. They're doing it for their own political agenda. Good. Exactly, Gunn. They are doing it for their own political agenda. And what really surprises me is that people are actually believing their bullshit. I mean, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that the Democratic Party is the party of slavery, the party of uh, the KKK. They tried to deny that, but try as they might, they can't. Because historically, it's it's been proven. When you have... Democrats who are willing to lie, cheat, and steal an election, something tells me that those Democrats, because of the uh, extreme far left and the progressive sides uh, not being able to come together, there's going to be massive division. There's going to be massive uh, uh Splitting between between the two sides of the Democratic Party, you know, uh, in a previ- in previous broadcast we talked about how the um, the the Democratic Party is disintegrating. Well, this proves that. This proves that the Democratic Party is not only disintegrating, but it is also uh, it is also failing its quote unquote constituents. When you've got a person like Nancy Pelosi who outright refuses to even accept a GOP stimulus plan that is better than what she wants, and she's blatantly saying no while her Democrat caucus is saying accept the deal. What she's doing is she's not only hurting her constituency, but the American people as a whole. Okay? And guess what? If Joe Biden, that's a big if, 
does end up getting inaugurated on January 20th of 2021, he's already made it clear that he's going to, that right after he's inaugurated, he's going to sign four executive orders wiping out some of the things that President Trump has done. He has already made it clear by his words and his, and, and his possible actions, should he, God forbid, get in the White House. He's going to take us backwards. Everything he has said is, is geared to put the, put the United States of America, if, if America were a, were, were, a, were a semi, he's looking to throw the semi in reverse without using the clutch and grind the gears, which is the American people, so badly that we don't stand a chance of an economic recovery. Under Biden, it'll be an economic disaster, not a collapse, but our our economy will suffer for it. Jobs will be lost because companies will not stay here if he raises the taxes. I guarantee those companies that came back will leave real fast. And those companies, this time, I have a sneaking suspicion they won't even bother to do business with this country if they have to leave again. See, what Democrats fail to understand, Gunslinger, is that you take this country in reverse do the same things or, and worse that Obama did, the American people aren't going to be happy about it. They're not going to be thanking you for it. They're going to be condemning you for it, especially all the businesses that will have to shut down if he, if, if he orders a mask, <clears throat> a mask mandate. And he's already made that clear, that the second you walk out your front door, you have to wear a mask. Now, that raises a question. Does his mandate apply to people with pre-existing breathing conditions like COPD, asthma, and emphysema? You put a mask on people with those conditions, you will, have, you will effectively kill them because they won't be able to breathe. So, Gunslinger, I don't know about anybody else, but this whole election is about saving the life of every single American across the board, protecting our freedoms and our liberties, and making sure that the people who have these pre-existing conditions that I just mentioned don't end up a corpse. Because under the Democrats... That's exactly what will happen. Look at what happened here in New York when Cuomo mandated that people had to go back to the nursing homes. Look at how many people in the nursing homes died as a result. Cuomo makes no apologies. He said, it's, he said what he did was good leadership. If that's the way the Democrats are going to try and spin that, or worse, 
then our country is doomed. Our country is going to fall flat on its face, and we will have the Democrats to thank for it. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you're going to have the Democrats to thank for everything, okay, for the for the demise and destruction of this country. I mean, it, you know, it's already started. If Trump doesn't get in there, that little cocksucker called Joe Biden, the little pedophile little bastard, is going to try to undo everything, every every good thing that Trump has done, okay, by executive order. And you talk about, you know, a pair made in fucking hell, Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe, okay, them two are the are the wicked witches of the West, let me tell you, okay? These people, I don't see, how, well, they got money. That's how they get away with this shit. I mean, you obviously, he's a pedophile. Look at his position, but he's able to get away with that because of his money and his position, okay? Uh, it's amazing what you can do with money, you know? It really is. It depends on how, how which way you use it, good or for bad. Trump, obviously, is not that kind of character. He has better morals than that, obviously, okay, compared to that idiot and camel toe, for that matter. So, look at the, look at, look at the, look at the, the, the things that, that Biden has not done in fucking 47, damn near, what is that, a half a century. He hasn't done anything, but all of a sudden, he's going to do all this shit, great wonderful things, when Trump's done beat him to it. And, 47 months <laughs> or thereabouts. So there's quite a difference there. Go ahead. Big difference. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's, there's a huge difference. And, you know, over the last uh, four years, we have seen before this pandemic hit, especially we saw the unemployment rate plummet. Okay? It dropped significantly. Our stock market, yeah, it had its ups and downs, but it hit record highs more times than lows. Thanks to President Trump and what he was able to accomplish. Then you have the other side of that coin, too. There were a couple of things, you know, that didn't work out so well because, you know, there were a couple of things that, he, that there was one or one or two things he did that really didn't pan out. But, but if his accomplishments outweigh his failings, and they certainly do that and more. I cannot see President Trump being uh, being taken out of the equation, not being able to be reelected. Barack Obama was the selected president by the Democratic Party. Hillary Clinton was the selected nominee by the Democratic Party. See, when the Democrats were using when the Democratic Party was using the superdelegates. Remember that back in 16 and Bernie Sanders had like 41 superdelegates and she got the rest. 
and she wasn't getting anywhere near the uh, the amount of people at her rallies that either Trump or Sanders were getting. I, mean, I, I will admit, Bernie Sanders did get a lot of people at his rallies, and he was stiff. He was stiff. He was kind of stiff competition in amount of people at the rallies. But his message was lost on a lot of people. Now, it was the Democrats who decided with the superdelegates in 2016 to give it to Hillary. They just gave it to her. It would have been a closer race, I believe, if it were Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump at the time. And think about this, Gunslinger. I want you to. I want your thoughts on this. If playing the devil's advocate on this, if by if not by if uh, Bernie Sanders had been the uh, Democrat nominee up against Trump, being as they both were getting very large crowds at their respective rallies, who do you think ultimately would have won that election? Personally, I, I, I believe that Trump would have won anyway. But such a close race, it's hard to say. You know, in the, in the, we, can, we can look back on it now, but the, the question is, if that were the case at the time, in my opinion, Trump would have won, but it would have been a lot closer race, and it would have been a lot more interesting a race, too, because of the size of their respective rallies, uh, the message that they, they each offered, they were each putting out, but at the end, it was President Trump's message that beat Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hell, at the end of the day, Hillary Clinton beat Hillary Clinton. So what do you think, Gunn? Well, it would have been a hell of a different outcome, but I still, like you said, I still think Trump would have won. There's no doubt about that. Um but like I said, if if Comrade Clinton would, would have got in there, like I said, we would have already been at war with probably North Korea, and that's not a sure thing yet. If Dumbfuck gets in there, we probably will be. Okay, we probably will be. Okay, there ain't no doubt about that. So you know, <laughs> they, like I said, all them idiots are a bunch of warmongers, except for the exception of Trump. They all want war. Trump's trying to bring all the troops, and he's doing it back home where they're supposed to be. Let them fuckers fight their own goddamn wars over there unless they want, unless they ask and they're willing to pay. That's what Trump's biggest thing is, is we've been the, the, the whore of the fucking world for decades now, okay? You know, everybody, you know, wanting shit from us and doing this, doing that. Nobody's willing to pay, okay? But now with Trump, well, you know, do you want our services? Hey, you'll pay for it. Money's money, right? 
Go ahead. Well, I, I think um, you know. I think there's there's there's. I just think. I think it's 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 kind of a catch twenty two. You know. Trump has been the president for four years, brokered a peace deal in the Middle East. This man has not taken us to the brink of war. This man did not take us to war. But I I think you may have, I think you're right, Gunn. Under Biden, we could end up going to war. But I fear that before that happens, he's going to gut our military like Obama did. You watch. Our military strength level is going to be dropped again. I got that sneaking, that sneaking, sickening feeling. It's not a feeling that I'm very that I'm very comfortable with at all. And I pray to God, you know, I pray to God, you know, that Trump wins re-election. I, I truly hope that things go his way. Well, here's something that's rather curious: Michigan Attorney General Nessel threatens a journalist over Detroit leaks. Oops. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel has reportedly threatened a journalist for exposing voter fraud in her state. On Tuesday, reports found Nessel sent a cease and desist order to Shane Trejo of big league politics over his reports called Detroit leaks. Uh, In a tweet from big league politics lawsuit, Detroit election worker was told to backdate mail in ballots by city officials. Nestle threatened the criminal prosecution of Trejo and demanded he retracts and takes down his reports, which claim Michigan election staffers were trained to rig the election in favor of Joe Biden. He also detailed how Democrat officials used COVID guidelines to remove GOP poll watchers from polling locations. Oopsie doodle. Now I'm going to go to that... uh, I'm going to go to that uh, big league page, that story. All right. This came out November 9th. And the headline, you just you heard me read it from the tweet. Let me see if I can put this in reader mode so I can work with it better. There we go. According to bigleaguepolitics.com, 
A new election lawsuit contains many explosive claims about potential electoral fraud in Detroit, including allegations from one city worker that she was asked to backdate ballots so they could be unlawfully processed and included in the overall vote total. The Detroit official, named in the lawsuit as Jesse Jacob, issued a sworn affidavit <clears throat> excuse me, about what they experienced during the helter-skelter that occurred in the battleground state on Election Day. Now, Jacob stated in the deposition, <clears throat> excuse me, I processed absentee ballot packages to be sent to voters while I worked at the election headquarters in September 2020, along with 70 to 80 other poll workers. I was instructed by my supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than they were actually sent. The supervisor was making announcements for all workers to engage in this practice. Jacob continued, I directly observed on a daily basis city of Detroit election workers and employees coaching and trying to coach voters to vote for Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. I witnessed these workers and employees encouraging voters to do a straight Democrat ballot. I witnessed these election workers and employees going over to the voting booths with voters in order to watch them vote and coach them for whom to vote. Jacobs added, I observed a large number of people who came to the satellite location to vote in person, but they had already applied for an absentee ballot. These people were allowed to vote in person and were not required to return the mailed absentee ballot or sign an affidavit that the voter lost the mailed absentee ballot. The full affidavit can be, there is a link to the full affidavit. I'm going to, I'm going to grab that because um, I want to go over this. Uh, hold on. I clicked the wrong thing there. Okay. Interesting. Takes me to a Twitter page. It takes me to an image I can barely see. That's so tiny I can't even see it. Great. Uh, Big League Politics has reported about the many electoral abnormalities that have taken place across Michigan, particularly in the notoriously corrupt city of Detroit. One day after the election, the results are still pending and will likely depend on the Rust Belt, 
President Donald Trump holds a strong lead in the state of Michigan, but the city of Detroit and their mail-in and absentee ballots have yet to be officially tallied. In news that will likely cast further doubt on the election results, tens of thousands of absentee ballots arrived in large U.S. Postal Service boxes at the TCF Center in Detroit, Michigan, on Wednesday morning at 3.30 a.m. The TCF Center, formerly Cobo Hall, is where the absentee ballots are counted for Wayne County, which is the home of Detroit. Former Michigan State Senator Patrick Kolbeck wrote that the total number of ballots dumped on the counting board totaled 38,000. Before the ballots showed up mysteriously at 3.30 a.m., no ballots had arrived at the TCF Center for over six hours, and many poll workers in the facility sat around with no work to do while getting paid hundreds of dollars by the state of Michigan. According to Michigan election law, all of these mail-in and absentee ballots had to be submitted before 8 p.m. on Tuesday night in order to be lawfully accepted and counted for the election. This means the city of Detroit potentially sat on these ballots for hours. The white van that arrived had the name of Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey emblazoned upon it as well as a logo and phone number. Last month, Winfrey set the stage to drag out the process in an interview with ABC7 News. We're back in control, and we know that we will have nearly 10,000 poll workers that will be working with us to process ballots on Election Day, or Election Week, is what we're calling it now. Because we know we're going to be slow, she said, adding that she was not going to let outside influencers, outside influencers, sorry, get in the way of her election day schemes. If these major concerns with the voting process are not resolved quickly with the true winner of the, president, the presidential election being determined, democracy may never recover. Uh, I'm going to editorialize that last little line. Our republic may never recover. Well done. What do you think? I just got in on the tail end of it. I had to step outside, you know, wet the tree and turn my gas on. But, uh, well, well, yeah, I mean, I'll say I have to agree. Go ahead. You came in on the tail end of that, and you don't even know what, what, what the, the whole story said. Well, yeah, so I agree. Also, <laughs> oh, you agree that uh, they, they they should that the Democrats in Detroit should commit voter fraud. Are they committing voter fraud? Well, yeah, of course. You know. Okay. I, you know. Well, let me let me give you the highlights here. Right. Okay. <clears throat> According to this. A new election lawsuit contains many explosive claims about potential electoral fraud in Detroit, 
including allegations from one city worker that she was asked to backdate ballots so they could be unlawfully processed and included in the overall total. Okay? Now, the, Demo- the Detroit official named in the lawsuit as Jesse Jacob issued a sworn affidavit about what they experienced during the helter-skelter that occurred in the battleground state on election day. All right? He says, this is Jacob's, uh, this is what he said in his deposition. I processed absentee ballot packages to be sent to voters while I worked at the election headquarters in September 2020, along with 70 to 80 other poll workers. I was instructed by my supervisor to adjust the mailing date of these absentee ballot packages to be dated earlier than they were actually sent. The supervisor was making announcements for all workers to engage in this practice. And this is what Jesse Jacobs stated in his deposition. He went on to, to continue with, I directly observed on a daily basis City of Detroit election workers and employees coaching and trying to coach voters to vote for Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. I witnessed these workers and employees encouraging voters to do a straight Democrat ballot. I witnessed these election workers and employees going over to the voting booths with voters in order to watch them vote and coach them for whom to vote. I observed a large number of people who came to the satellite location to vote in person, but they had already applied for an absentee ballot. These people were allowed to vote in person and were not required to return the mailed absentee ballot or sign an affidavit that the voter lost the mailed absentee ballot. Now, the lawsuit also includes testimony from former Assistant Attorney General Zachary Larson, who served as a poll challenger throughout the chaos. The big bigleaguepolitics.com has reported about the many electoral abnormalities that have taken place across Michigan and particularly in the, the notoriously corrupt city of Detroit. All right? Now check this out, Gunn. This is rather detailed. Short, but detailed. One day after the election, the results are still pending and will likely depend on the Rust Belt. President Donald Trump holds a strong lead in the state of Michigan, but the city of Detroit and their mail-in absentee ballots have yet to be officially tallied. In news that will likely cast further doubt on the election results, tens of thousands of absentee ballots arrived in large U.S. Postal Service boxes at the TCF Center in Detroit, Michigan, on Wednesday morning at 3.30 a.m. The TCF Center formerly Cobo Hall, is where the absentee ballots are counted for Wayne County, which is the home of Detroit. Now, former Michigan State Senator Patrick Patrick Kolbeck wrote wrote that the total number of ballots dumped on the counting board totaled 38,000. Before the ballots showed up mysteriously at 3.30 a.m., 
No ballots had arrived at the TCF Center for over six hours, and many poll workers in the facility just sat around with no work to do while getting paid hundreds of dollars by the state of Michigan. According to Michigan election law, all of these mail-in and absentee ballots had to be submitted before 8 p.m. Tuesday night in order to be lawfully accepted and counted for the election. This means the city of Detroit potentially sat on these ballots for hours. The white van that arrived had the name of Detroit City Clerk Janice Winfrey emblazoned upon it, as well as a logo and a phone number. Last month, Winfrey set the stage to drag out the process in an interview with ABC7 News. We're back in control, and we know that we will have nearly 10,000 poll workers that will be working with us to process ballots on Election Day, or Election Week is what, we are, is what we're calling it now. Because we know we're going to be slow, she said, adding that she was not going to let outside influencers get in the way of her Election Day schemes. If these major concerns with the voting process are not resolved quickly with the true winner of the presidential election being determined, democracy may never recover. Now, I editorialized that last four-word sentence and said, and changed democracy to republic. I get so sick and tired of people calling our country a democracy. But there you have it, Gunn. The the city of Detroit clearly committed voter fraud. Well, (laughs) does that, again, does that surprise me with the city of Detroit? Okay. That place is I don't, it 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 it's like sharks in a corrupt sea or an ocean. Okay, I briefly seen the outskirts of Detroit, Michigan, one time. And that pilot friend of mine, his daughter lived up there, and well, it was close to Michigan. I must have been right in Michigan at the time. But uh, I actually seen. We stopped by the outside skirts of Detroit. And then I could you could see the devil's horns up there on top of that fucking city. I swear to God, I mean it. I I seen it, done it, got a t-shirt, no thank you. Okay, I wouldn't give you two cents for that fucking city. Okay, <laughs> tell you the truth, man, that's that's a rough place. So does that surprise you that there's voter fraud and all kinds of corruption going on? Fuck no, hell no. Shit, no. So, do these postal employees should be they they should be dragged off in handcuffs immediately? Supervisor, you can't really blame the workers under the supervisor because they were only given or they were only doing what the boss above them said to do. So you can't really blame them people. Do you like damn sure blame the supervisor and his supervisor? You know, everybody's got a supervisor. Even a supervisor's got a supervisor. Okay. Somewhere up the line. 
those people need to mm-hmm. go to jail immediately. Go ahead. Well, the only thing I can say at this juncture, Gunslinger, truthfully, is they not only need to go to jail, but they need to, you know, all of these people who are uh, committing voter fraud and so forth, uh, it, it's it's kind of an insane situation. Now, I've got a clip here I'm going to put up in just a second from One American News uh, that I just came across. Hopefully it's not the same. It's, it's, a, it's a similar clip that I played before, but it doesn't look like it. So, and of course it's not going to come up over here on on the clip computer because it's it's not actually showing on the list yet. So I'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way. In the chat, over there, and there we go. Open says me. Now, according to the headline, alleged examples of voting fraud pouring in Despite Democrats' insistence, no such fraud exists. Hmm. Democrats in Washington and the media continue to insist the presidential election was fair and accurate, despite ongoing reports of massive voter fraud. Here's the clip. Democrats in Washington and the media continue to insist the presidential election was fair and accurate despite ongoing reports of massive voter fraud. One America's Pearson Sharp has more. So far, there's significantly more evidence of voter fraud in the 2020 elections than there ever was of Russian interference in 2016. Even the chair of the Federal Election Commission, Trey Trainer, says he fully believes that voter fraud is occurring in states that continued counting ballots for days after the election. Trainer says our election process is based on transparency, which he says hasn't been allowed in many cases. A great example is in Detroit, Michigan, where ballot observers were removed from a room where ballots were being counted and cardboard was taped across the windows so no one could see what was happening. Literally, the exact opposite of transparency. Another example of apparent voter fraud comes from Michigan as well, where GOP chairwoman Laura Cox reported Friday that some 6,000 votes cast for Donald Trump were instead given to Joe Biden. Election officials claim the glitch was really just a user error, but that means that tampering with the outcome of the election is as easy as one person changing the results. And this one quote-unquote error had a significant impact on the election. Before it was discovered, the error flipped a reliably Republican county, giving it to Biden. That glitch also gave Democrat Melanie Hartman a victory in Michigan's Oakland County 15th Commission District, when it was actually won by Republican Adam Kochenderfer. And when people in Michigan began using the state's official website to check for dead voters, that government website was mysteriously shut down. That's cause for alarm, because as of Michigan's primary this August, there were at least 847 dead people registered to vote. And four of those who were recorded as voting were born before 1902, making them older than the oldest human alive today. After receiving numerous complaints, the website has since been restored, though no explanation has ever been given for why it was blocked in the first place. 
Across the country in Nevada, a whistleblower with the Clark County Elections Department has submitted a sworn affidavit claiming poll workers were fabricating proof of residence so that illegal aliens could vote in the election. This follows an announcement from Matt Schlapp that some 9,000 ballots were cast in the state from residents who no longer live in Nevada, making them all illegal. Witnesses apparently backed that up with reports of a van marked Biden-Harris unloading boxes of ballots to a counting center in Nevada, with the ballots apparently being filled out and the envelopes resealed. But none of this should come as a surprise, as Judicial Watch announced in October that some 350 counties across 29 states had nearly 2 million more registered voters than eligible voting age citizens. And in many states, we've already seen clear examples of counties with over 100% voter turnout. In the critical state of Pennsylvania, some 600,000 ballots are under scrutiny after being counted without any poll watchers to observe the process, as required by law. Sidney Powell, one of President Trump's lawyers, has also claimed that software known as Hammer and Scorecard were being used to steal votes from Trump and give them to Biden. I think there are any number of things they need to investigate, including the likelihood that 3% of the vote total was changed in the pre-election voting ballots that were collected digitally by using the Hammer program and a software program called Scorecard. Even though this information is readily available, all the other networks, even so-called conservative networks, are downplaying or refusing to credit just how important it really is. However, One American News believes the American people have a right to know what's happening because the fate of an election and an entire country hangs in the balance. Pearson Sharp, One American News. So, Gunslinger, based on what you've heard, what's your uh, final thought on and conclusion on all of this? Well, it's it's pretty clear that voter fraud does exist. There's no doubt about that. And they, it's you know whose who's the fault is it? It's not the Republicans. It's the Democrats. So, again, that ought to tell you what little snake in the grasses these some bitches are. And, you know, the law is going to have to prevail in this, okay? And we see already clear evidence, you know, here, there. I mean, they, I name a place where it's, where it's occurring like this. So, in my opinion, I think Trump is going to be validated, okay? It's going to take a while. It might take a month or two. Who knows? By the time all these lawsuits are brought to the Supreme Court, and I wouldn't want to be on that Supreme Court to have to decide all this, man. That that'd be rough. But um, let's hope that Trump, you know, come come out the winner. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I hope he does come out the winner. With all the lawsuits, the uh, pending litigation, and all that, it's going to be interesting over the over the days and weeks ahead but like i said and like you said we got to hope that trump prevails if he doesn't until 2024 when he'll run again should he lose this this round <clears throat> we're going to have four years maybe four years i should say it like that of a bumbling, fumbling, mentally deficient 
extortionist pedophile in our country may it may take decades for our country to recover from whatever disaster he puts out there but let's also keep in mind the democrats are still toting the 25th amendment but i don't think it's for trump this time And you, you know, people out there, you might think I'm throwing a conspiracy theory out there, but I'm not. Given the evidence that we've seen and heard of Joe Biden throughout the campaign, think about this. If he's found by doctors to be mentally incapable of carrying out the duties of President of the United States, he can be removed by the 25th Amendment. That would mean Kamala Harris, old camel toe herself, and Nancy Piglosi Pelosi would move up. And that would be a disaster, even worse than having Biden in there. Gunslinger, thanks for being here with me tonight. Remember, Wednesday night is Hump Day or Hump Day. We'll see which way the wind blows on that one. But Gun, thanks for being here. Cherokee Rose, Gene, watching by way of Periscope.tv, Mike from Louisiana, and all of you watching and listening by archives. And I got to say that uh, with the video platforms alone, I've got thousands and uh, upon thousands of viewers. Uh, based on the monthly stats. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but I love it, and I'm glad. So, here's the deal. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Now, I can always say that fast, but I can never talk during the, the course of the broadcast. My tongue's always blocking my eye teeth. <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you next time on Firefox News Online. The most, the most fair, balanced, and responsible broadcast anywhere in the world. Everywhere in the world. Let's put it like that. Hmm. And on that note, we're out of here. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's report at firefoxnewsonline.com. And be sure to check facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use hashtag FFNOP. That's hashtag FFNOP to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition.
let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs>